Derek, I want to thank you for joining us here. Uh, you are, as I believe it, the North American Division Director of Adventist Community Services. Is that correct? Uh, the, the, the official term is Executive Director for okay. the North American Division of Adventist Community Services. Yes. Thank awesome. You. Uh, maybe we could start with hearing just a little bit about your background and how it is that you ended up in this role. All right, um, it, it, it's 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 somewhat convoluted, but uh, uh, I started in public safety. Uh, my background is uh, I'm a former fire chief in a place called from a place called Prince George's County, which actually sits just outside of Washington D.C. Uh, it's a county of about a million people and uh, a rather um, urban, active fire department, and I worked there for 20 years. And um, uh, they had a, a good time there. Uh, very, like I said, active department. I think my last year, we ran right around 150,000 calls uh, for service there in Prince George's County. And so after leaving uh, Prince George's County and retiring, um, I, I needed to figure out what to do with the rest of my life. And uh, with some of the skills that I had, um, uh, figured out that disaster response was one of those areas that uh, could take advantage of some of the skills that I had. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we got into uh, disaster response, uh, working um, uh, within uh, primarily the United States, but uh, did some international uh, disaster response as well in uh, places like the Philippines and Nepal and uh, other areas like that, Tunisia. I think was the first area that I worked uh, outside of the country. And so it was through that uh, uh, disaster response work that we had done that Adventist Community Services reached out to me about five years ago and asked if I would come and join uh, what has always been my church. I was born and raised Seventh-day Adventist. And uh, they asked if I would come and join as the director of disaster response mm. out of the North division for Adventist Community Services. And so uh, as of two years ago, they asked if I would uh, step into the role of executive director. And that's where I currently reside as uh, the executive director for Adventist Community Services right here at the North American Division. Wonderful. Thank you. Is it uh, just a side question? Is it true that the fire departments in the States, they also take care of paramedic uh, duties? That is exactly correct. We call it actually fire slash EMS, emergency medical services. So you are correct. We yeah. took care of both uh, fire and uh, emergency medical care as well. Yeah, right, yeah. So you were trained as a paramedic as well? I was, I was. Yeah. I was what we call uh, here in the States uh, an emergency medical technician. Uh, that was uh, the certification that I had. Um, I'll be honest with you, my last 10 years, I didn't do as much of that as I did at the uh, beginning of my career. But yes, that was uh, one of the areas. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, you know, we as uh, what we used to call firemen, um, uh, we don't like to admit it, but that's 80% of our call is the medical end of things. And so uh, though fire service is uh, uh, what we do, medical care is uh, uh, one of the prime areas that we uh, work in as well. Wonderful. So maybe we could start then with uh, a tough question. What is Adventist Community Services? <laughs> well, Adventist Community Services. Um, well, uh, we are the humanitarian arm of the Seventh-day Adventist Church 
here within the North American division. Now, the North American division, what does that include? That includes Canada, uh, the United States, uh, Bermuda, Guam, and the Micronesian Islands. That is uh, what I consider my area of responsibility. If something happens in any of those areas, Adventist Community Services is going to be the humanitarian response of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in those areas. Okay. And then who is it that runs or functions or operates? If if I showed up to America, how would I get involved in Adventist Community Service? Do I have to come to your office or what? No, absolutely not. Every church within the North American division by issue of, uh, I was looking for, our, oh, here we are right here. Look at this. It's on my uh, desk right here. This is our working policy for the North American division. And in this book right here, it outlines that every church has the opportunity to have an Adventist community services. So you, if, if, if you're a member of the Seventh-day Adventist church, you have an opportunity to be a part of Adventist community services through your local church. Gotcha. And so um, obviously the church manual, your working policy is, is that specific to NAD? Um, or is there other working policies that are different in other divisions? Well, you, you know what? You're, you're, you're testing me here because this right here is the working policy for the North American division. So this is specific to right here within the North American division. However, this right here is the working policy for the general conference, which means for the entire uh, world, this is the working policy for that. And so um, these two documents mm -hmm. are the guiding forces behind how we function and operate as the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Okay, so where does the church manual sit alongside those two manuals? It's a much smaller document, of course, but I know that on page 101, it talks about Adventist community services. Is that an excerpt from the working policy or how does that work? They work in concert or coordination, I guess I will say. And so you are correct. As part of the church manual, it does um, outline that there is a role for Adventist community services in every church that is a Seventh-day Adventist church. And so if you're a member of the Seventh-day Adventist church, you can be a part of Adventist Community Services. And that's the challenge that we have. Part of my role and job here is to educate our churches that, hey, you can be a part of this Adventist Community Services. This is not something that everybody else should be doing. This is something that you should be a part of if you are a Seventh-day Adventist out of one of our churches. You should have Community Services. Wonderful. So what would be, what are the first things that come to mind when you think of Adventist Community Services? What are the first projects or ministries or opportunities that you know of in your area that are having an impact? Well, it, 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 oh my goodness, there are so many things. I'll just give you some of the recent uh, things that I've had the opportunity to um, uh, uh, visit with and talk with. Um, one that comes uh, most readily to mind, I was in a place called Tillamook, uh, Oregon, which is a small little community up in the upper northwest of uh, the United States. And in Tillamook, they have a real problem with homelessness. I mean, that is, it, 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 it's just a, it, it, a real extreme problem for that community. 
And one of our churches there, the Tillamook Seventh-day Adventist Church, which has an Adventist community services uh, uh, team, they said, wow, this is a problem in our community. And based on identifying that as one of their local problems there, they said, well, what can we do about that? And so what they ended up doing was they uh, took a, made an assessment. What are the resources that we have? And one of the resources that they had was their church property. And based on uh, that, they said, well, how about if we took a portion of our church property, our parking lot, and we turned that into a shelter for individuals that don't have homes? And so they isolated a part of their parking lot and actually built 10 homes that could house two people in each of, of the little homes. They call them small homes. And uh, right now, today, Tillamook Seventh-day Adventist Church is operating a facility right there on their church property that houses individuals that did not have homes before. Now, those facilities are being uh, used on a regular basis right there at Tillamook or in Tillamook, Oregon. Oregon. Mm -hmm. That's Adventist Community Services mm -hmm. at work. Mm -hmm. The church is supporting in what they're doing, and uh, they're working with local government there uh, to get some funding to come in and support what they're doing there. The church is supporting what they're doing there. Adventist Community Services is supporting what they are doing there uh, out of the North American Division. Uh, is supporting what they're doing there. And so that's a local church that identified a problem there in their community. So again, the way Adventist Community Services looks in Tillamook, Oregon, is going to be a little different than, say, for instance, New York City uh, that has an Adventist Community Services uh, 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 center that is operating. Uh, I mentioned New York City. That's another place I had an opportunity to visit. Again, they have a real problem with the homeless there. Uh, uh, there are so many of them there in the city and they're very different than Tillamook. And so what they ended up doing was they made an assessment. What are the resources that we have? They came up with uh, creating a shower van. This shower van is something that now every week is going into the communities and is actually taking that service and offering it to homeless individuals that aren't able to get daily showers uh, on a regular basis. And so now when that van shows up, the police, they have an agreement with the police that they will designate an area that they can actually park the van because parking is a real challenge in New York City, as you may imagine. And now that van goes every single week, shows up in local parks, and individuals are able to come and get showers. Through those showers, we've created some wraparound services. We've got uh, uh, laundry services that are provided. We offer haircuts uh, right around those showers that are given. Uh, uh, we've got caseworkers that are trying to uh, get job interviews for these individuals that now can get uh, professionally uh, uh, ready with haircuts and uh, training and all that. So again, this is Adventist Community Services at work They've identified needs in the community, and based on those needs, they're trying to help address those needs through mm. Adventist Services. So those are just some mm. areas 
that, uh, you know, I could mention the food pantries that uh, have been operation. We've got over 1,500 food pantries that are operation in com communities all over the North American division. And during COVID, oh my goodness, uh, you, you talk about a resource that was used. We had, for the first time, every one of our food pantries was operational during the heart of COVID. And, you know, that just speaks volumes for the Seventh-day Adventist Church as to resources that we can take advantage of for the good of the community that we are trying to be of support to. Our mission statement, and we try to live to this, is serving communities in Christ's name. That's the challenge that we have every single day that we step out there mm. in the community. Wonderful. So can I just ask then, with all of those projects, it sounds fairly labor intensive. Who are the staff that staff those ministries? Well, <laughs> our volunteers. Yeah. Uh, we can't make it without them. Without our volunteers, there is no Adventist community services. I tell people all the time, uh, a lot of times they'll see me at various things and they'll thank me and this, that, and the other. And I feel a little strange about even taking thanks for this work because really this work doesn't happen without our volunteers that are out there from our local churches in the local communities. They are the ones, every program that I just mentioned to you is run and operated by volunteers. That's who gets it done. Now, don't get me wrong. We do offer support from the North American division. We have grants that are out there that they can apply for and they do on a regular basis. I've just uh, implemented three new grants just last week that is going to try to encourage our Adventist Community Services uh, uh, teams to incorporate our young people into the work that we're doing. That's one of the challenges that we have as Adventist Community Services. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we've been somewhat territorial as Adventist Community Services, and we've kind of excluded our young people. Whether it's intentional or not, we have. And so we're making a, a more uh, a, 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 a poignant uh, 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 attempt to incorporate our young people into what are doing. And one of our grants, it requires that if you're going to apply for this grant, 50% of the participants have to be young people. That is a requirement of the grant. And, and so again, that's Adventist Community Services. We are the volunteers from our local churches. So in answer to your question, that's who we are. Beautiful. So what effect is this having on the church itself? It sounds like it's having some sort of a good effect on the community, but does that reflect back in any way? Is there any church growth? Is there any evangelistic outcomes to speak of? Yes. As a matter of fact, we have shown that when you've got churches that are working in the community, the numbers of the church actually grow. The numbers of the church actually grow. And that's a, that's a conversation that I've had, I'm having with our uh, ministerial department, uh, because what I want to get across to them or what we're trying to get across to them is, look, this is real evangelism. Work in the community is evangelism, believe it or not. If you do this work, your churches will grow. And, and that's just the reality of this type of work. Look, this is no, um, we're, we're not reinventing anything. This is actually what Christ asked of us. 
you know, to actually go and mingle with the people. What did he mean by that? He meant about going into the communities. And so we say that all the time, but do we really believe it? I like to think that events community services is that belief. Yes, we believe that we should be a part of and mingling in that community. Yes. Is there any is there any um, conflict of interest or any um, any issues that arise from somebody trying to offer service from a church? Is there any issues with receiving service from a church? Has that been a struggle to be so bold about the fact that it's an Adventist thing? Well, I have heard that. Um, I have heard that uh, made before that th there may be some conflict, but here's what I say. Look, we are, a part one of the things the Seventh-day Adventist Church has is churches in just about every community out there. And so the reality is we are a part of the community because we are in the community. Our members live and work and worship right in our communities. And so for us not to do this type of work would be inappropriate. If something happens in our communities and we're not a part of uh, uh, the, the, the response, whether it's recovery, whatever it is, for us not to be a part of it, what does that say to the community? You know, um, there have been times when there'll be hurricanes or tornadoes that'll take place. And I'll ask the church a question. Can you imagine what it would mean to the church, for, to the community, if we did not participate in the recovery effort, what would that say? We just had a situation took place in um, one of our states, uh, Mississippi. One of our churches was actually blown away. It no longer exists. I was actually walking uh, on what was the church uh, just uh, maybe a month ago. And our church is no longer there because the tornado wiped it away. And as the recovery developed, that took place at 2.30 in the morning, Sabbath morning, that tornado took place. Our church was destroyed, totally gone. By 11 o'clock hour, our Adventist Community Services was on the ground distributing needed items to the community that just got affected. Can you imagine what that says to the community when they see, wow, the church is struggling, but look, they're still trying to help us. Can you imagine what that says to a person to see something like that? The church is no longer there. And when I say church, the physical structure is no longer there, but they're actually serving from the corner, from the sidewalk, giving services to the community. Wow. That's really right. saying something about us as an organization and as a church. Hmm. And what what is it that allows them to be so equipped and prepared? And how, how did they get so prepared? And what, how uh, did they you, do that? You're hitting the nail on the head. You can't just snap your finger and respond like that. Like I said, understand, this tornado took place at 2.30 in the morning. By 11 o'clock hour, they were on the ground serving the community. You can't just, as I mentioned, snap your finger. You have to have prepared yourself for that type of event. And the only way you can do that is training, getting people ready so that when something like that happens, they're able to hit the ground running with needed uh, uh, services or or equipment or whatever it is 
you have to prepare. We call that preparedness here uh, within the North American division. And we that that's part of what we do is prepare our Adventist Community Services team so that when events like that take place, they don't catch us by surprise because we've actually been preparing for them before they took place. And fortunate for us, the particular conference that sits in that uh, particular uh, part of Mississippi was ready and prepared, and they are still serving. Here we are uh, uh, two months later, they're still serving that community right there. The church is still not there. The physical body is, the physical structure is not there yet, but they are still serving every single week right there in the community. Beautiful. And I wonder when they do get a building back up or if they start doing house churches, just how much that will affect their neighbors. Well, I, I can tell you that when I have talked with communities, you know, gone around and talked uh, with uh, some of those communities, it just, it, it, it speaks volumes to them to see that even when we're in the middle of struggling ourselves mm. in, in some way, the fact that we would still identify the community as part of our responsibility as a church Oh my goodness! It 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 really um, is a is a ministry in and of itself. Mm. Now in Australia, we had uh, maybe 2018, 19. We had Peter Casillas from Church in the Valley uh, who came out and he shared a little bit about some of their Adventist community service projects. They had um, oil changes for single moms. They had some free cars for some refugees. Is that a common thing for a church to be able to offer those sorts of services? Sure. Well, again, here is the challenge. The challenge is doing a community assessment to determine what are the needs in your local community. And then once you identify that, coming up with innovative ways to try to help address those needs is what is part of the challenge. And, and I'll be honest with you, I've got one of the grants I mentioned to you, I've got three new grants that I'm giving out. One of them is called the Innovation Grant. And uh, people ask me, well, what, what kind of grants do you think you're going to get? What kind of applications do you think you're going to get? And my response to them was, I hope I don't know. I don't want to know the answer to that. I'm hoping they're coming up with things that I've never thought of, you know, and that they're trying to address problems or issues in perhaps a different way. That is the challenge that each of our Adventist Community Services volunteers has, is coming up with innovative ways to address needs that have been identified in a way that ultimately gives us the opportunity to be of service in those communities. Hmm. Beautiful. Do you have any encouragement for Australians? This podcast will be going... I guess primarily targeted Australians, but podcasts are available to everyone. Do you have any encouragement for those who are not yet active in an Adventist community services type ministry as to why it is they should consider uh, creating something like this, asking their pastor about assigning a local church ACS leader to the board uh, in order to help coordinate some of these things? Do you have any encouragement for them? Sure. Well, my encouragement is this. We happen to believe that this is a commission that God has given each and every one of us. This right here, um, um, to be a representative of His in the communities where we are, 
And as such, part of that responsibility includes talking with those that are a part of our church and, and incorporating them into this conversation. If that's your local pastor, have that conversation with your pastor about wanting to be a real part of the communities where we exist. Because here's the reality. If we close the doors of our church and our community wouldn't think anything of that, then that's a problem. That's a problem. The way it should be, if we close the doors, they should be knocking on those doors saying, hey, wait a minute, don't go away. They should have a desire for having a Seventh-day Adventist church in their community. And if they don't, if, 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 if we close the doors and we don't get that kind of response, we've got to ask ourselves, what did we miss? Because we missed something. And so that's the challenge that we have. So my challenge to each and every one of the individuals listening to this is go into your local church first and have that conversation with your leadership, have that conversation with your members, and let's figure out if we can't get on the same page about how are we going to be of service to this community where we are. Mm. That's the challenge that each of us have. And that begins locally right with you. Amen. I love it. Is there is there any final words? I've I've run out of questions to ask. So I'll just if there's anything well, extra that you, know, you want to say. I appreciate the opportunity to uh to talk to you all the way over in Australia. And um here's what I want to tell you. The challenges that you all have are very, very similar to the challenges we have right here within the North American division. And uh, my ask is the same ask that I have of my membership here, which is, hey, begin it with you. Begin it with you. Uh, uh, just start asking yourself some of the questions that I posed earlier. Take those questions to your leadership. Take those questions to your church. Because I do believe at the end of the day, all of us have this desire. Sometimes we're not sure what to do with it. And maybe it's through this conversation that we can figure it out together. And Adventist Community Services can be a part of that. And, and fortunately, the church has already thought about that. You know, the local church manual has already incorporated Adventist Community Services into this discussion. So join hands and bring it all together. And like I said, this is real evangelism, folks. This is evangelism on the ground. And uh, you have an opportunity to be a part of that. And my hope is, is that uh, we will be of support to you uh, uh, as, as appropriate. Uh, you've obviously got my contact information. And uh, I appreciate you reaching out to me, Kyle. And uh, like I said, we're going to do anything we can to support you. We've got a website as well. If you'd like to check that out, you can certainly adventistcommunityservices.org. You can uh, take advantage of that. If there are any resources we have that uh, we can share with you that would be of help to you, let us know. Um, that would be uh, the only uh, last words I get. <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful. Thanks, Finish.
Thank you for those words of wisdom. Thank you for your time and thank you for the encouragement. Um, there's certainly a huge window of opportunity for more active local community services happening from our local churches in Australia and many parts of the world I know haven't yet fully activated the potential of the church manual uh, that states that an Adventist community services leader um, can head up a lot of those ministries that are touching the communities because uh, as we know, they don't care what you know until they know how much you care. And um, I see this as a huge opportunity to show the community just how much we care so that those that are involved in uh, door knocking for Bible studies or um, running uh, prophecy seminars or classes or any of the um, other forms of evangelism that we do would be far more effective should the community know just how much we love and care about them. So thank you for your time and um, looking forward to catching up again. Most definitely. Thank you.